Are we live? We're live. <laughs> <laughs> Are you so excited? Yes, this is very long awaited, honestly. Long awaited conspiracy podcast. Literally have been waiting for this podcast my whole fucking life. <laughs> Same. <laughs> All I want to do is discuss conspiracies and TV shows, and now I can. We can discuss whatever we want. Give me the tea. <laughs> As that, we're drinking coffee. That was coffee, but I wanted it to sound like tea, like I was sipping the tea. Um, so I watched the episode, the newest episode of Euphoria last night. And I think it's episode... I think it's episode four. Four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Rue's a little bitch. I'm like really over Rue. Like, yeah. I've never been over a character more in my life. Really? She stresses me out so bad. I wish that you had seen Vanderpump Rules before because that's how I felt about Kristen. So if you're feeling that way, like, I totally empathize with you because I get it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know Vanderpump Rules. I should get in, get on the bandwagon. It's total trash. If you just want to like pollute your mind with the most amazing trash, it's like candy. It's like candy TV where you just watch it and it's not good for you, but like it's so like sweet. Like you just it's love sweet. It. Yeah, like it gives you dopamine even though it's bad for you. You know. Well, I love Lisa Vanderpump. So. Oh my God, she's amazing. Like in the first few seasons. She just like she's just a little shitster. Like she's like, well, if you're having a beef with this group, you should probably talk to them and, and try to talk it out. Maybe confront them at work. Like she's just she's ridiculous, but like in a good way. Um, so the first thing that I have written down here about Euphoria because it starts off with Rue like getting Jules is like going down on her, mm-hmm. and Rue is just so fucking high that she like can't feel anything and she's just like it's amazing and she keeps saying that over and over again because she's a little bitch but um and then she like fakes an orgasm yeah and didn't she say like or uh jewel said like i've been going at this for like 30 minutes and i wanted to be like i could not even do any fellatio for more than like 10 minutes before i would be like completely over it and i'd be like are you gonna like do this all are you gonna end this already literally like No, who does any of that for more than like 10 minutes? Like a 10 is like the cap. Like Exactly. No. And if you can tell the other person is not enjoying it at all, uh, I'd be giving up halfway through. And I'd be like, okay, are you faking this or what, bitch? Right. And Rue is just like not even moving. Like if there's just like no reaction from it. But like here's my thing too is like how does Jules not know that she is high all the fucking time? That's what I was th- like knows. at the end when she was like... She just realizes that she's high. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, you can't tell that Rue's high. She's literally, like, on heroin and benzos, and you yeah. can't tell. I would understand if maybe she was smoke, just smoking weed. Like, yeah. maybe you wouldn't be able to tell. Well, that's but, her like, cover story. Well, that's her cover story. Oh, I just smoke weed. I just While I'm, weed. like, shooting up heroin in the back of a car. <laughs> <laughs> weed, heroin, ask my mother-in-law. Thing. They're all the same. <laughs> I don't get it. Well, okay. So do you think that she's just kind of in denial? Like she kind of like knows, but she doesn't really want to confront it because she like loves her and doesn't want to lose her again. Because when they drink, she's like, you really shouldn't be drinking. 
Yeah, like she it's was like in she the car knows. and and was taking a drink, and Jules was so shocked that she was drinking, and I that's when I was like, Jules, like do come you not on, know girl, who your girlfriend like is? do you not see her just like nodding out in the back seat back there the whole time you guys are driving? Like I don't literally. I don't, I mean, she has no reaction to the like the convenience store owner like bashing the window in with a bat. She's just like I didn't Whoa. Even... like she's just not even. I didn't even notice that, but I'm glad that you said that. Yeah, they, like, go to steal beer, and, um, oh, Elliot, like, runs in, and he distracts the, mm-hmm. the cashier man, and then Jules runs in, steals, like, a big old box of White Claws, and, like, <laughs> runs out, and the guy runs out that owns the convenience store and, like, hits their window with a bat and, like, breaks the wi- like, shatters the window, and Rio's just, like... Are we going? Like, Where are we going? What, what's going on? Like, okay, bitch. What were you doing? So, anyway. um, Yeah, I just, like, I feel like Rue just sees Jules. Like, she's like, I'm so in love with her. Like, I just think that Rue is addicted to any type of dopamine. And Jules just, like, gives her that dopamine. But she just, like... I don't think she sees her as a person. She's more of like an object for her that she's addicted to. Yeah, I think so too. I think that Rue like loves the idea of her and Jules being together. But then when it comes down to it, she doesn't put any effort in. And now that she's back on drugs, she like really is not putting any effort in. So it's like yeah. you tried, you begged her so bad to get her back and then she's back with you. And then now you start doing drugs again. Like, are you not happy enough with Jules? Like, I don't understand anymore. No, I don't think that Jules is enough of a drug for her. And she thought maybe she could be, but then she's she's realizing she's just a fucking addict. But, like, you can tell, too, like, when they did that montage of, like, uh, Rue and Jules in, like, all these different, like, movie scenarios as, like, the couple like on the Titanic she's mm-hmm. like Leo and Jules is in front of her like yeah you know and it's almost like okay that's how Rue sees Jules as like they're in a movie like it's not real like she's a character in her life is Rue a Pisces <laughs> we need to look up what Rue is because she's a little hoe yeah I fucking can't with her um Elliot's so hot <laughs> really you think he's I that think he's hot? hot like no, if I were like a 17-year-old, I would be all over it with Elliot. I would be like, oh, yes, bro. Like, I just love how he's like, I don't know. He's like a talker too, which I love. Like, he's an open book and he likes talking. And he actually feels guilt about like hiding things. And he has tattoos on his face. I would fucking love that as a 17-year-old. Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, I probably wouldn't have wanted him, but he definitely would have been in, like, my roster of guys to hang out with to get, like, high with back in the day, in the high school days, for sure. Oh, yeah. I could totally see him being, like, one of those just guys that are okay with being with whoever, obviously, because... He said he is. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, okay. He is, like, whatever. He he just loves people. Yeah, I could I could totally see that. I could see him being one of the like straight guys in my high school days that would like give me massages and stuff and be like, "Oh, I like girls." Like, I just <laughs> I was actually like so when you were telling me about your like high school years in California, like on the ride home, mm-hmm. about how like all these boys would like 
give you massages or they'd like let's or they'd have their like girlfriends dare you guys to kiss or whatever like I was actually so surprised to hear that even though I shouldn't be but like I mean I grew up like five years before you and that shit did not happen five years before your high school like time shit changes quick like just think about like the kids now they're like all okay with gay they're okay with transgender they're okay with like loving who you want to love whereas like in my generation no except for they were experiment like boys were experimenting a little bit they were experimenting with me right but not safe but yeah because they knew i wouldn't tell anyone because i was so excited that straight boys (laughs) wanted to hook up with me (laughs) yay They knew that their secret was safe. Yeah. And they could probably beat me up and they know that, so. Still, I just, I don't think there was that much of it going on when I was in high school. But I also could be wrong because, first of all, A, I didn't go to parties. Like, I I was, like, trapped in my room like a little Rapunzel. Like, I never went out. I snuck out once when I was in ninth grade and my fucking boyfriend told on me to my mother And I was grounded for the rest of my life from spending the night at friends' houses. Like, no joke. I never was able to spend the night ever again. And I only had, like, one friend, but they, my mom knew them really well and knew that we would never sneak out of that house. So, yeah, I didn't go to parties. So, but also, I just feel like I didn't know about it. So, like, if it was happening, I don't think they, I don't think anyone talked about it. Like, you said a boy made out with you at a party. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One of my friend's boyfriend's. Literally. So, like, Literally. I never heard of anything like that happening. Not saying that it wouldn't have been super cool, though. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to know the boys that were just, like, on the spectrum of gayness mm-hmm. that I went to high school with. Even though I'm pretty sure I know who all of them are. <laughs> You'd be surprised at yeah. how many people were or are. Well, so, I have a friend who is a gay boy and like some people that I know I'm like trying to not be too specific (laughs) some people that I know that I probably wouldn't have suspected would like sext with him and like send pics you know and we're just kind of like curious I think Mm -hmm. and I was actually so surprised by that and I like told my brother about it and he was like so (laughs) but my brother and you are the same age yeah so he probably witnessed some actions like this at school possibly or not not at school but well i mean you never know well my brother got to go to parties and sneak out and Mm. spend the night because he's a boy and he didn't have to be rapunzel oh yeah no there was like this um there was this quiz on facebook one time where you like answer questions about your sibling and I like, or about like you and your siblings' childhood, and then you see if you like, mis- like answer the same. And there was one question, and it was like, who was the bad kid? And I was like, surprisingly, Spencer. But like, I was definitely treated as the bad kid, and I was like, I had all the rules, like I had broken all the rules, and I was the bad kid. But like, it was definitely him. <laughs> it was, it was whack but I was the first I'm the oldest and I'm a girl and he's like the the second he's the baby and he's a giant boy like like literally one time they they like went like what do you call it like ding dong door ditching if you're gonna be so much fun 
Yeah, but they did it to this one house so, so many times that they, like, eventually, like, called the cops on them. And my dad had to go to the station and, like, pick up my brother and his friends. And there were zero repercussions for that. If that would have been me, my ass would not have left my room for at least two months. Anyway, off off the euphoria subject. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, my my brother. Like, I lost my virginity when I was 18 years old. And when did he lose his? He was like 15. Oh, okay. Like, secret fucking his, like, longtime girlfriend, which is fine. Secret fucking? Yeah, like, they had to be so secret about it. Oh. Would like, your parents flip? Fuck yeah, they would flip. Oh my god. So they're not like Miranda on... Um, no, my parents are Mormon. Like, we grew up very strict Mormon. Mm-hmm. Like, very strict. I was going to say, is it like Miranda on just like that, letting her 17-year-old son, like, fuck in the room next to her and she just know, like... No, I think that that's, like, actually so creepy. Like, I, I hate that storyline for I hate her. that my mom would... No, I'm sorry, but no mom would be okay with their high school child fucking in the room next to them and them hearing it no just like being okay with that right like that's the thing like so when i did start sleeping with my boyfriend like we were adults we were both 18 whatever we were in high school and his mom did know but like we were adults you know and we weren't like being loud and disgusting and i was walking around the house with no pants on yeah no that she would have told me to go put my fucking clothes on for real gross but she knew that it was happening. She like gave him condoms because she's like a smart mom. Well, I mean that. I mean, boys are gonna do it, so like you have to give them condoms. Like, right? But we don't want to be stepping on them. Right. You know. Yeah, she like. I mean, she wanted to make sure that I wasn't gonna like birth any unwanted children <laughs> for her to take care of because we were too young. I wonder if Cassie's gonna get pregnant. <gasps> She's been, like, banging Nate left and right. Well, not right now because she's having a mental breakdown because Nate wants to get back with Maddie. Okay, so I wrote down, who's crazier, Cassie or Nate? Uh, Definitely Cassie right now. Nate definitely is not normal at all. Just because she's acting out. They're both fucking insane. They're both, yeah, they're both fucking insane. Like, Nate actually wants to get with Rue. I think Nate's with... Remember on season Jules? one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was Rue. like, wait, Rue, what? Sorry, sorry, I fucked up. <laughs> Jules. Oh, he totally wants to be with Jules. But so, like, I'm over here being like, so Nate, I think Nate is secretly into dudes too. But, like, Jules is, like, a stepping stone because yeah. she's a chick with a dick. Exactly. He probably like, thought his I'm dad, interested. like... His dad had a stepping stone with, like, transgender, which he might have when he was younger. But it obviously, from this episode, we see that he had a male lover a long time ago. Can so. we just appreciate his mental breakdown at the end of this show? Oh, my this... gosh. That was amazing. I was, like, so in love with him. First of all, I'm in love with the actor anyway because he is McSteamy on Grey's Anatomy. And I have been obsessed with him my whole since Grey's Anatomy happened. Like, I love him. Um, but yeah, I just love that he like goes off and he's like, I'm going to fuck whoever I want because I love all different types of people, all genders. And it's like his wife totally knows too. The way that she just is like, okay, I'm going to bed. Like, I'm not putting up with this 
fit. And then he just pees on the floor, which I'm just like, okay. That was amazing. And how he told his sons, like, he's like, we we all live a lie. Like, everyone's lying about their double secret life. And, like, yeah, I'm okay with it now. And you should be, too. I love how he he's just like, Nate, I see you. And whatever his other son was, I see you. Like, you both are fucked up. Like, his other son was like, I wonder what kind of porn he was looking up. Because remember, he was like... Didn't he... He says oh, it. Oh, he did say it. What did he say? Like, creepy orgies. Like, girl gets jizzed on oh, by yeah. ten different dudes <laughs> on her face. That's and, like, like a normal day in gay porn. on people and... <laughs> Boys are so gross. That's like, when I heard that, I was like, okay, like, I've seen that a million times. Like. I mean, this is going to get graphic, but he said, like, uh, peeing in people's buttholes. Yeah. Like, people are into watching stuff like that because why? Well, I mean, maybe he saw some shit from his dad. Like, those tapes would be really scarring to find of your dad just, like, fucking a 17-year-old transgender girl. Literally. Well, that, it's like no wonder Nate is the way he is. But honestly, I don't know. I don't know if the other son saw it or he's they're just all fucked up because they're from him. Or like, because they I think that as a child, like, you know, when there's just secrets floating around the house. I mean, the dad always seemed super secretive because he was trying to hide his double life for right. 20 years or whatever. That's what I'm saying. Like, so it's going to fuck you up. Like, you know your dad's lying to you and you mm-hmm. don't know what it's about or whatever, but it can come off as, like, pretty sinister. Exactly. But, like, I didn't like that he, like, blamed it on the kids, too. He's like, I'm fucked up because of you, too. I'm like, bro, they're fucked up because of you, bro. Yeah, no, it's like, the other way on. around, dude. You're going to blame your kids. Mm-hmm. You raised them. And how can you blame hot-ass Nate? Oh, he is the, the hottest person on the planet. Like, He's not so even joking. Hot. Like... He's the hottest person I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, I understand why Cassie's having a fucking mental breakdown. Because if I was getting that D and then he just completely stopped, I would have a fucking mental breakdown too. Because I'd be like, there's no one better than you. His personality really, like, tones down the hotness for me just in this show. Like, I watched another movie with him in it and he was, like, actually a sweetheart. And I was like, oh my god, he's so hot. Oh yeah, it's, like, weird seeing him as a sweetheart. I like him as, like, a... Oh, I like him as a jerk cutter. But like when he's in the hot tub and Maddie's like, why did you say that? That we're not getting back together or whatever. Or that we're not together. And just like his reaction to it, I'm like, oh my God, he's such a child. Like he's not hot right now. Well, yeah. I mean, he is playing a 17-year-old boy. But Maddie also like... He plays it so good though. Maddie eggs him on. Like so he can say no, but... Or she can say no, but he can't. Like and she's like, oh, it's the way he said it. I'm like, you can't pull that shit with a guy. Like they're not going to hear that. Like... I mean... They're going to be like, what? Yeah, he doesn't understand it, but... I I mean, I get what Maddie's saying because I am a crazy girl (laughs) currently myself. And she's like... If you're going to be trying to get back together with me, you can't say shit about our relationship because she calls the shots. Does that make sense? So Mm -hmm. she's like, you can't say that we're not together. I say that we're not together. And then like when they're together again, it's going to be because she says it. So she's just being a psycho, which we love her for. Oh, I love Maddie's my favorite character. Like I love Maddie. I like Like, how she has like a little lisp mm -hmm. kind of. Yeah. Oh. She's so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Like, she's I just amazing. can't even. When she's like talking to Kat, and Kat's like telling her she doesn't like Ethan anymore, and she's like, "Oh, I was wondering when." <laughs> like, I just, and then she's like, "Cat," or she was telling her that Cat like should just 
What? I don't even remember now. Like She was saying because, you know, people tell you that, you know, what you should want. And sometimes it's not what you want. And Maddie's like, people are fucking retarded. <laughs> people are fucking retarded. She's like, I don't think you should say that. She's like, that's just fucking retarded. She's like, people are fucking retarded. <laughs> I think she says, I don't remember what she says now, but she's like, people, I don't know if. People would like it if you said that or something. And she was like, people are fucking retarded. Yeah. Like, she kills <laughs> like, me. That's like her tagline. I know. I love her. Oh, my God. Um, also, I am worried that when I grow up that I want to be like Cassie's mom. But then I'm just like, like, so glad that I have a boy. Like, the way that she's like pulling her daughter out of the hot tub just like totally drunk as shit it's like she wants to be the cool mom but then like her daughter is clearly a mess a complete and utter mess and her sister is like you know the good one mm-hmm. what's her name Fuck. don't remember anyway she's forgettable she i think she's gonna be a big character i feel like so too i can just feel it just because the way that she like is into fez now yeah and like thankful for that because then maybe we'll get some fez sex scenes because he's oh my so God. hot like I love fez. fez is so hot plus i feel like because she's like keeping track of everything that's going on to write her play something's gonna come out in the end she's gonna be a bigger character plus she's judd apatow's kid oh my god is she yes oh wow yeah she's the little girl on um knocked up Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, she's totally going to, like, the script is going to be after this real, like, about them, I feel like. I hope so. She's amazing. I love her. I even love her as a little girl. Remember, they're, like, getting pissed at her for watching Lost, and she's like, what the fuck? I can't watch Lost. Like, how am I going to live my life? This is bullshit. I'm like, oh, my God. I feel you so hard, sister. Is she? Oh, no. That's a different movie. That was, like... The movie with Adam Sandler where she's like, I want to get chocolate wasted. Was that her? No. And you know what? I I also just, um, I also just put knocked up in with, uh, is it, this is 40. Oh, I love this is 40. Because knocked up is Catherine Heigl gets knocked up, whatever. And then it's her sister and her husband and then This Is 40 is actually like a spinoff of that, of the sister and the husband and their kids. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So like, but yeah, the mom, fuck, I always forget her name, Apatow's wife. Those two girls are their kids oh, okay. in real life. That's so cute. I know. Aw. So adorbs. Anyway, um, the eyeliner in the show is amazing. It like inspired me to actually wear eyeliner today. And every day for the rest of my life, You're probably. festive for our first podcast. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to record a podcast. I'm going to be talking about Euphoria. I must put on a little wing. And it is there. The makeup is really good in this show. It just adds to the whole artsy vibes. Yeah. For sure. I love it. it like, the way that you were like, this whole season is just like a work of art. Like it the, literally is. The whole show. And even Vike was watching it with me last night, and he was like, this, like, the visuals in the show are just insane. And mm-hmm. I love it. And I was, like, explaining to him that they were saying that season one was, like, at a party at 2 a.m. when you're just, like, fucked up and everything's fun and everyone's cool and interesting. And then this season is supposed to be that same party at 5 a.m. when you're just, like... 
oh, fuck, I need to go to bed. The sun's coming up. Everything looks real. It totally feels like that. It really does. Like The lighting and uh-huh, everything. It's just like, I can like feel that. Because yeah. I've been there to where you wake up at like five or six after a party or you are still awake. Yeah. And you're, it's you're just all like, poked out. You're yeah, like, it's just shit, like weird. I'm going to sleep again. It's just a very weird vibe. You're like, do I try to force myself to go to sleep or do I go to brunch because I'm completely awake? Mm-hmm. Um, so do Elliot and Jules fuck? They do. I don't know because th- she showers because she wants to fuck, but then he but- tells her that like he lied to her and... Oh, she yeah. seems pissed, but then at the end, you just see her like sitting on the bed, but he's not there, so I don't know. They didn't show whether they fucked or not. Doesn't he close the door? Like, she's sitting on the bed, and then I think he closes the door. Oh, maybe. I mean, it was really late last night when I was watching it. Yeah, I, they didn't show it, so maybe they'll show it next season, or next episode, and maybe <sighs> they'll like talk about maybe. it, or Rue... I, I feel like Rue's not even gonna care. To be honest, she's too fucked up. Like... She'll care she's, once she's sober again, if she gets sober again. I think she's going to use it as an excuse to get fucked. Well, she's already going to get fucked because she's doing all the drugs that she took from that lady. And that lady, I love that character because she's like this totally like sweet, unassuming voice. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, Rue, just so you know, in her sweet little sing-songy voice. If you fuck me, I will sell you to some very bad people because I'm going to get my money either way. Yeah. She's just like, just so you know. And she's like, what? Like, Rue, like, kind of shocks her for a sec. And she's like, I'm serious. And you know in that moment that she will sell her into sex slavery. I mean, she's not like a drug kingpin for no reason. She definitely has people that will do things for her. And you can't just be, like, that sweet and nice. You have to, like, to be able to, like... Like you said, like, be a big-time drug dealer. Like, you got to fuck some shit up. Mm-hmm. So even if she's sitting in her little rocker and she has her boys sell Rue for her body parts, um, yeah, it's going to happen. I'm actually scared for Rue. I'm scared for Rue. She's either going to die or she's going to get in big trouble with this drug thing. Do you think they're trying to sell her organs or her entire body to a gross person? Like, if she gets caught? Like, if she doesn't give her get her her money. If she does all the drugs and she doesn't give her money. I could see them just, like, selling her and, like, trafficking or something. Yeah. Because she's, like, young. I couldn't tell, like, what she was referring to. Probably she that. she said she would sell her body. Yeah. So I'm like, do they want her kidneys? <laughs> or do they want to traffic this bitch? I mean, they love to put things right in front of your face as we know so i could see the hollywood producers putting that in there so it's like they make trafficking normalized yeah you're totally right i mean that was like such a huge topic last year when everybody was going down the conspiracy rabbit holes Mm -hmm. was like everyone was just like waking up to the fact that all these kids get trafficked it's like okay where have you been but then i feel like everyone this year stopped caring even though we had literally Ghislaine Maxwell on trial but no one cared about that honestly I don't think that people don't care I think they just got censored as fuck last year like there were people posting about it and like going 
hard on the sex trafficking and then their accounts slowly got taken away from them and you wonder why they're so censored if it wasn't true why are they so censored because if it was just like crazy conspiracy theorists like they wouldn't delete it they would just let it go out there and be like okay they're fucking crazy well and my question is too okay because they're like oh this is misinformation it's gonna cause like some sort of like violence or whatever what violence like what literally what about the violence that's already happening yeah, like I really don't understand. And I I really feel like the only reason why they got censored is because it was a bunch of like right-wingers that were like going hard. Mm-hmm. And they were like mixing that with politics. Yep. And it's like, how about can we just care about sex trafficking and not mix it with politics? Because um, it's very like bipartisan. Literally. And, I don't know. And sadly, it is mixed in with the people in politics which is just even worse but Mm -hmm. that's another topic for another day right like (laughs) i'm like don't get me down the political rabbit hole yeah no we gotta talk about Marilyn. i know because we gotta talk about Marilyn. oh my god this bitch oh my god this bitch okay so i didn't realize how many dicks were going into Marilyn at all times for real for real like how many dicks oh so many famous dicks, you have no idea, but you're about to know. Okay, I have my notes, and I have two pages of notes. Oh, shit. Because I, like, know... I know about Marilyn, obviously, and I, I know what I think for, like, one little tiny tidbit of, like, conspiracy, because I haven't looked into it at all, so I'm excited that you did all the research for this one, because... Yeah. I need to know. Well, this tea. is going to be a two-parter. Like, I'm not going to get crazy into the actual conspiracies today. I'm okay. going to give you the background of everything so that you can start to form your own opinion about what the conspiracies might be. Like, obviously, we'll talk about the different things that could have happened around her untimely and very weird death. Um But I got to give you, like, a whole background of her whole ass life because she is just wild and you know what i was thinking too after like reading all of this is she reminds me of paris hilton so much really yeah like what if paris hilton is like marilyn reincarnate i mean it's very possible they're like the same kind of Mm, now I'm even more intrigued because you know I love my girl Paris. Oh my god, I love that's my, girl my Paris fucking too. girl. We should do an episode on Paris, even though there's not really any conspiracy. I mean, we can still talk about like her. We can talk about the like, schools. Yeah, the schools that she was in and everything, and then we can talk about other people that maybe went to the same school because I'm pretty sure there was other celebrities that went to that place too. Lindsay Lohan. Oh went, yeah. For oh my sure. god. Yeah. Yeah, we should talk about those schools mm. because I. I actually have some friends in Utah who are the people that come in the middle of the night and they take you out of your bed and take you to those schools. And what's weird is they're private contractors, so they contract you out. They don't even work for the schools, so they just take them to these places, and I bet they don't even fucking know what the fuck goes on at them. Oh my god, do they like put a bag over their head and everything so they don't know where they're going? No. Oh, okay. But they're scary motherfuckers, dude. They were the one of them was a bouncer at the bar that me and Vike worked at, and then the other one was a bartender. And they're just like big, very strong, scary-looking guys. And if they came in my room in the middle of the night and just took me, and my parents didn't tell me anything, like I would also have crazy nightmares, like Paris. Anyway, I'm not gonna get on that. We'll do that later. Yeah, let's talk about Marilyn. Okay, so Marilyn Monroe. 
was born as Norma Jean. That's her actual name. Oh my god, that was like one of my fave metal bands ever. I can't believe... Wait, was it the name? I don't even know. I think it was either a song or the name of the band was Norma Jean. Yeah. Yeah, and that's probably why they used it. Because Norma Jean, that's her name. Um, that's really cute, actually. I know, it is cute. But one of her um, managers came up with Marilyn later in life. And Monroe was her mom's maiden name. Mm. And so she just... Put it together he was like you're gonna be Marilyn and it was like after another actress back in the day who was like famous that I don't even fucking recognize but um yeah so that's how she became Marilyn Monroe and that was like way later but anyway so when she was little her mom like worked in Hollywood and just was like trying it's just like scraping by basically and so she like really couldn't take care of her because her dad had just like left and so her mom had her like grow up with her or like her aunt took care of her, I guess. And so she just like never saw her mom and it was like really sad. And Marilyn kept diaries like her whole life. So she like even wrote in early childhood, like she just wished that her mom would like hug her or like say that she loved her, but there was never like any affection like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did she, are all the diaries available? Um, some are. Oh, of course. They don't want to give us all the tea. There might be too much information in there. Her early childhood diaries are available. Her adult diaries, I think, got her axed. Uh, yeah, probably. And they definitely don't want to release them because I guarantee she wrote everything oh. that happened. They're literally a matter of national security. I'm not fucking with you. We'll get into that. Okay. So, um, anyway, so... Her mom finally saved up enough money to buy a house in Beverly Hills. And, like, finally Marilyn was, like, eight or something and got to move back in with her mom. But it was, like, an expensive place. I guess California has always been unaffordable to live in. And so she ended up getting renters who would rent the top floor of their house. So when Marilyn was, like, a little baby child, one of these renters molested her. And she, like, told her mom. This is when I was texting you earlier, and I was like, her whole fucking life is tragic. Anyway, her mom, she told her mom that he was, like, molesting her. And she never revealed who it was, by the way, because hmm. it was somebody that people would know. Oh. Yes. Interesting. We need to get a list of all the renters and be sleuths mm. and figure it out. Yeah. We totally need to. We need to get Alex on this. She's, a, like, a really great sleuth. Okay. Yeah, let's get her on it. Um. Anyway, and... Basically, her mom just, like, blew her off because she really needed that person to remain renting from her to afford the house. So she never, like, got any, like... And I have a feeling just, like, the way that everything that was going on back then... This was, like, back in the 30s, 40s? Fuck, when was she I don't even know, honestly. I mean, because she was, like, in her 20s or 30s, like, when JFK was around. So that was, like, the 60s. Yeah, I think it was the 40s when Marilyn was born. Marilyn. This is when we need a person to fact check for us. She was born 1926. Yeah, so this was the 30s. Oh, wow. I, did, I like, for some reason, I didn't she, picture her, like, being born then. She died in 1962. She was my age. Wow, okay. I know. She, well, she was 36 when she died. And this is my 36th year of life. Anyway, so um, 
Yeah, I just have a feeling, like, back in the 30s, they didn't give a fuck about women. Like, the way that, like, they talk about, like, her grandma and her mom having mental health issues and, like, they were like, oh, it's hereditary, you know, she's gonna have mental health issues too. It's like, well, she fucking got molested when she was, like, nine years old, so let's just, like, put that in there. Anyway, um, she ended up, her mom ended up having, like, a total mental breakdown, like, a couple years after that, they say due to, like, high stress and work, and she got put into a mental institution, and they said that she had um, all these disorders, like schizophrenia and whatever, but really, like, I don't know. I just question these things. I know that they said that her grandma also had, like, schizophrenia, bipolar, stuff like that, and they were, like, what I was reading is if it were today's world, um, Marilyn would have been diagnosed with, like, borderline personality disorder or something like that. Interesting. Yeah, because she just had a lot going on upstairs i mean literally had a lot going on upstairs at her rented house literally had literally shit going on upstairs side note i don't the amount of stories that i hear that children tell their parents that they're being molested and that the parents just not believing them blows my mind honestly like why would a, like a nine-year-old lie about that like yeah they're they, most of them don't even know like what that is so like why would they lie about that and, literally and, and it's like you can't even just like look into it at all just a tiny bit like if my child came to me and said the man upstairs was touching me i'd probably first of all probably go kill him I would, but yeah, second murder. of all i would look into it a little more like okay well let me see your body and yeah. see if there's anything going on that shows signs of that i would bring her to the doctor like I, right it just doesn't well I don't even think if she brought her to the doctor, the doctors would have done shit, though. That, yeah, like, that I feel time. Like was, yeah. Like, I just feel like girls especially were just completely ignored. And, it like, you can... I'm going to get into some stuff. Like, you'll see, like, she had a lot going on and things that happened to her. And everyone was just like, okay, I'm psycho. They just don't... Like, the girl who cried wolf or whatever. Is that the right... I don't mm-hmm. even know. Yeah. No, this is like literally why I had to get out of true crime and stop listening to this shit because of all the molestation and it just made me sick to my stomach. Like the fucking Hernandez brothers, like that was my last true crime thing that I listened to and I really like went down the rabbit hole with and I was like, I'm fucking, I can't, like I'm so over it. Like their dad was just molesting them their whole lives and mom just like knew about it and was like, I don't know, like locking them in closets with food like for hours and hours because she was just on so many drugs probably because she couldn't do anything about her husband just molesting their kids like of course they fucking murdered them i would murder my parents too um yeah not gonna lie i probably would and they caught like and the problem is is like back then in the 80s like boys couldn't really talk about their being molested either people didn't care unless you were a girl like it was just weird like, their whole thing, like, those boys got fucked. Anyway, their parents deserve to die. <laughs> side note. Side, long side <laughs> note that I brought into this situation. <laughs> Seriously, like, I just can't. But I, the child stuff bothers me more than literally anything, so. If yeah. I ever, I'm always going to go off on a tangent about Even child like stuff. Even, like, fucking Menendez 
Oh, it is the Menendez guys. The Hernandez. Wait, fuck. I get them mixed up, their their last names. But the football player with all the brain damage. Oh, yeah. Like, he was also fucking beat, molested by his dad. Like, what are all these dads doing? I don't know. Like, fuck your wives. What's I wrong know. with fuck you? I know. Fuck your wives. Go get a prostitute. Like, why do you want children? <laughs> I don't... It doesn't make sense to me. It, I don't think it's, like, a sexual thing. I think it's, like, a power it thing. It is a power thing, but you can have power over an 18-year-old, too. Like, they're still yeah. pretty young, depending on how old you I are. I think but they like, just... They got abused at a certain age, and that's... They're just, like, passing it on. It's like their brain didn't develop past that. Mm-hmm. I think it's a bunch of brain damage, honestly. Oh, for sure. I mean, the, if they... I mean... Ugh. Yeah, the whole line of brain damage for sure. Literally. It's fucking crazy. Anyway, back to Marilyn. Her mom had this mental breakdown and she got put into like a mental facility, probably just like imprisoned by someone, you know. Um, so Marilyn, poor girl, you had to just like go to an orphanage during this day and age because she didn't have a dad. Her mom. Oh, wow. Yeah, like her family didn't take her in I guess and so she was in an orphanage and she like got made fun of at school because she was because she's an orphan and she had like ratty ass like dirty clothes and stuff because Mm. she was just like a little orphan at Annie and uh anyway she ended up going into like some foster homes like just bounced around foster home to foster home like Back in the day, you didn't really get money for having kids in your house as a foster kid. Now you get paid so that you can take care of them. Um, But back then, you'd get, like, a tiny amount from the government. And so it was really hard, like, because, I mean, that was, like, around the Depression, the Great Depression. Like, nobody had money, and they couldn't take care of extra people. So she got bounced around even in foster homes within her own family members. And so she just never really stuck anywhere. But then there was this rule back in the fucking 40s that when you're 16, if you were in a foster home, that you could leave and be an adult if you married somebody. Oh. At 16. Oh. So she ended up marrying this 21-year-old. Okay. To get out of her foster home. And um, he, like, went off to the military and she just, like, ended up living with his parents <laughs> which is really fucking weird but that's, that's kind of so how weird. she yeah that's kind of how she got her break into modeling though so like she was working at like their factory or something living with his parents and um they like came somebody came in from the newspaper or something to take pictures of these women working and she was literally like 17 or 18 or something like that and they were taking pictures of these girls working and they were like, oh, you're very pretty. You're a model. And then she got into modeling. Um, and then she started to, like, get some roles. She really wanted to be an actress, though. She didn't want to be a model. And she was, like, a pinup model. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, like, really wanted people to take her seriously. And she wanted to be an actress. And her she kind of started getting into it. Like, she got picked up by, like, Fox um, 20th Century and her husband was not okay with that. And he was like, I'm gonna divorce you if you stay being a model and an actress because I think you're a slutty slut. And he told her that basically, like gave her this ultimatum and then she decided to divorce him. And so she left him. And Bye. Bye bitch. You just got divorced from Marilyn Monroe. 
You gave Marilyn Monroe an ultimatum, like <laughs> the icon of our fucking lifetime, you idiot. I'm sure he kicked himself after that. He's a dumb dumb. Or maybe he's dead too. He's definitely dead. Well, not I'm not not obviously now, but like at the time. I wonder if they offed him too cuz he knew too much. No, this was way before. I don't oh, okay. think he knew shit. Anyway, she was super stupid too. That's like a mean way of saying it. She felt like a dummy. Like she, so she started dating these like men and she was like writing about how smart they were and how they were just like so cultured and stuff. And she was like, I just feel stupid. So, I mean, she was like a high school dropout. Like she barely went to school growing up because she was like in foster homes and Mm -hmm. whatever and just lived in orphanages and then got married at 16. Um, anyway, so she like made it her goal to be super smart and she like started reading all these books and she would write down in her journals literally everything that she was told that she knew because she started going to these parties with these dudes that were like cool and like smart and had smart friends and she wanted to be interesting and have things to talk about. So she would write down everything that she heard. So basically in all of her journals, it was just like journals full of everybody's gossip like everything she Ugh, heard i want to read these they need to publish all of it they will never the vatican probably has them all maybe <laughs> anyway so she like wasn't doing great as an actress and fox 20th century ended up like dumping her which is fucking insane <laughs> and then columbia picked her up and um They wanted her to be in a movie, but, like, basically, this was just a very accepted, which I feel like it's still very accepted, way of going about things. The guy at Columbia, who was to be her manager, was like, I have this movie role for you. All you got to do is go on this trip with me this weekend and basically suck my dick. Wow. And she was like, no, I'm not doing that. And then she was fired. By oh. Columbia. So she got dumped by Columbia. Like, this girl, it took a very long time for her to get any type of luck at all. I felt I felt so bad reading about it. It was, like, one thing after another. It was, like, like she'd get a role and it would be, like, a one-liner. And she'd just have to have her boobs out. Like, it was just all this one thing after the next. And then, like, all these managers just taking advantage of her. Isn't that crazy? Like, gr- not girls, but people these days think that they can get things so quickly. And it's like, even Marilyn Monroe took years to get noticed. Oh, Marilyn, I don't think she was noticed until her 30s. Mm. She had like six years of fame before she got murdered, in my opinion. Murdered. Um... So anyway, then this manager like picks her up and he's like, this is, she went back to pinup modeling because that's like what her thing was. And this is before she was blonde even. Oh, really? What color was her hair before? It's brown. Really? Yeah. It's like, it's like my natural hair color. It's like a dark brown. Like you should look her up. She looks completely different. Um, Her boobs are real though. And that's like what kept her alive is that she had like this beautiful body. And like back then, like women were very skinny And it was, like, a sign of, like, opulence and wealth if you had any type of a figure at all because women, like, couldn't gain weight because nobody could eat, basically. Yeah, wasn't she? She wasn't, like, 
She was more curvy, right? She was curvy. But it's so funny. If you look it up, like her curvy and everyone was like, wow, she was thick and curvy. Oh my. She's like a fucking size four. Literally. And she has like tiny tits compared to all the big fatties we see around Scottsdale. But like literally and her, she had like a little booty, like a little bit of hip. Did they put a birthmark on her, on her, her beauty mark? Yeah, that's not real. Oh, okay. How do you do that? You just do it with eyeliner. Oh, she just drew it on all the time? I don't think she had it all the time. But anyway, so she gets picked up by this new manager, and he's like, bitch, you're going blonde, we're getting you a chin implant, and we're doing a nose job on you. And she's like, okay. And so she does, and she kind of, like, starts to get um, noticed around this time. And things start to pick up in her life. She starts getting some better roles in the movies. She does play like really um, just kind of like dumb blonde characters or like gold digger characters. And she's like, fuck, I really just want to act and like do some actual like good acting. Yeah. And then her manager um, and her kind of get intertwined. Like he tries to like, he he leaves his wife. He wants to marry her. And Marilyn's like, I love you, but I'm not like in love with you. And then he dies. He has a heart attack and, like, dies. And that leads her to the first time that she overdoses. And so, like, back to back back it up, she has extreme night terrors. And, like, this is where she starts to remind me of Paris. Like, she has crazy night terrors. She has a hard time sleeping. She's afraid of falling asleep because of these night terrors. So she starts seeing, like, a psychiatrist, and, like, they just give her drugs. And back then, like, nothing was really regulated. Like, they could just give you all the drugs in the fucking world, and they're just like, take this whenever, and it'll help you with your anxiety. So this bitch, like, got hooked to drugs, like, super early in the form of, like, anti-anxiety and, like, sleep, sleeping pills. Mm -hmm. And so... She she kind of got into those when she got into like um like when her basically when that dude was like trying to get her to sleep with him. She was like that's when she started seeing a psychiatrist and was like I can't sleep at night and they were like here's these drugs. Here you go. Anyway, so um yeah, so that was the first time that she had an overdose, but luckily she like one of her friends got to her in time and they said that she had like a lot of puke all over her and like like so much so that they were like like scraping full ass undigested pills like out of her mouth oh my god that like and that's funny that earlier i said we should link this to cassie because cassie threw up all over herself in that damn episode of euphoria oh yeah that's interesting yeah anyway i mean that's like a typical thing when somebody overdoses like they get all you know, pukey and like contorted and like, but yeah, like super gross. So anyway, this is about the time that she meets Joe DiMaggio and starts dating mm. this motherfucker. But in the meantime, nobody really knew this. She also meets JFK at the same time. Oh. So she's like dating in public Joe DiMaggio, but behind the scenes is like hooking up with JFK on the side. Oh, get it, girl. 
Yeah. So then she just like kind of gets sick of like all of these companies like dumping her over and over again or just like giving her shitty roles. So she's like, fuck you. She starts her own production company. Oh, all right. Yeah. And so she, that's kind of like what she's working with. And then um, I have Arthur right here. I forget who Arthur is. Something. Oh, she like meets this guy. Okay. So that super like smart guy that she was like I'm never gonna be stupid around these smart dudes again like I need to be interesting I need to learn whatever so he kind of comes back into the picture and this dude is married and um there's like one specific smart guy she writes about in her diary that she like loves and she's like I would just love to be interesting enough for him to even like me but he comes back into the picture and they end up like he ends up leaving his wife and his kids for her and because she's like famous by now, right? And she has like this, like this whole ass relationship with Joe DiMaggio. Like it's very volatile. It's abusive. People can see it. Like they're in, like they're in, you know, the tabloids all the time because they have such like a toxic relationship and everyone's obsessed with it. Anyway, they end up having a really bad break. And then she gets with Arthur. He leaves his wife, <laughs> marries Marilyn, and Marilyn is still having an affair with JFK. This is all just going on on the side. Like, I literally have JFK starts here. And then it just, he continue, they continue their affair for a while throughout all of this. I mean, he is cute. <sighs> yeah, so cute. Um, anyway, so then Arthur, like, he also keeps a diary. <laughs> Like, I guess everybody kept a fucking diary. <laughs> like we need in the to old create days. diaries. I know. Like, I feel like they would be so interesting sometimes. I mean, I think that's why people don't keep diaries anymore. Like, they literally get you offed by the FBI or whatever. <laughs> like, True. We don't know. We don't. Like, there's. I have a lot of theories, actually. And I kind of need to go into a little bit deeper of a dive before episode two on this or part two. Because... There's just so much there that I couldn't even, like, get through all of it last night and tonight. So, anyway, so then she, like, sees in Arthur's diary that he's, like, regretting mar marrying Marilyn. And he's, like, why did I leave my wife for her? Like, she's very, like, emotionally um, just clingy. He's, like, she's a fucking stage five clinger and I can't handle this bitch. She's, like, kind of boring. And she, like, loses her shit again and then overdoses for her second time. Oh, for her second time. Oh, she's a Gemini. <laughs> I had to look it up real quick. I love that you looked it up. So what does that mean? Well, people always say that Geminis beautiful. are like, well, yes, they're always very cute, but that people also say they're very two-faced, which I don't agree with because I have a lot of Gemini in me, so I'm going to just say that like I don't agree with that, but she I will say- She was able to have affairs constantly. Yes, yes. Like they, they almost like are the people that you would think have a double life. Like, yeah. And she really does. It's almost like she- is with JFK, like, almost playing this part. Like, she literally, like, it became so well-known that they were, like, just having this affair that all of his friends and everything knew it. And she would go with him on trips, and she would wear a black wig, and her name was Miss Green. And she Miss had, Green. She was his secretary who had to travel with him. Oh, my God, his assistant. Did his wife know? I don't see how she couldn't have known. She's like a fashion icon. Like, I love her. What's her name again? Jackie? Jackie Kennedy, that's right. Dude, she, 
literally had her own line, telephone line, to the White House to call this motherfucker whenever she felt like she wanted to. Excuse me? So that was like a burner phone. Yes, that was the old version of the (laughs) burner phone. (laughs) She had two phone lines in her house, too. Oh, damn. Like, she was, She had an operation here. Yeah. She was... I don't want to say two-faced, but she was leading... She was kind of like a double-lifer. She was living a double-life, for sure. Yeah. So, um... Anyway, she overdoses again because she finds out that that husband, like, doesn't like her. Although she's sleeping with JFK, but whatever. Um, and... Again, on pills, puke everywhere. Like, her friends, like, barely find her alive and fucking save her somehow. But, like, these doctors just can continue to supply her with these pills over and over again, right? And so, finally, she gets, like, a new psychiatrist recommended to her by Bobby Kennedy, JFK's oh. brother. Oh, interesting. She also starts fucking... Damn, no wonder you said she had all these dicks in her. Like, oh, she's more getting dicks all to the come. Kennedy dick. There's still more dicks. So <laughs> then fair. she starts like hanging out with Bobby and she's like going on these trips, like family trips with the Kennedys with Bobby, but still fucking JFK. This is, this. that's too much to keep up with as a person. I, I don't Literally. Even Literally. So then um, she, (laughs) and then so she starts to like kind of have like a fling with Sinatra. And Sinatra is also a client of her therapists. And her therapist is even like, you should maybe not get so involved with Frankie because old Blue Eyes has connections to the mafia. And he's like, kind of in the mafia right and he's like you should be careful with that because you're already in the kennedy mafia like you need to like settle down with the mafias and she's like no i got it bitch like i am hanging out with frankie boy so then this is about the time that jfk runs for president she's with frank sinatra but also like friends with bobby and then also having the affair with jfk still Sinatra and JFK are friends, though. Oh, my God. This girl. So, Sinatra, like, throws this party at a beach house, like a weekend beach house party. And um, she... (laughs) Sorry, I just have to, like, read my notes because I can't read my own handwriting sometimes. That's fine. So anyway, they have this house party, whatever. She's like hanging out with everybody. And then um, JFK wins the presidency like right after that. And there's like talk of he actually wins because of some strings he pulled with the actual mafia that Sinatra was linked to. And they were all at this beach house party together. Like JFK, his family members, his secret service, and these mafia members. And Sinatra. And Marilyn. And Marilyn. And she's just chilling. It's like full of triangles. Yeah. And so like um, this is when she straight up like starts to like kind of, I don't, I think she just gets really addicted to pills is what it seems like. She she starts acting weird. 
um, being kind of emotional. I think her and Sinatra break up around this time. Um, and then, of course, because JFK wins, I think he, like, pulls back from his relationship with her a little bit. Bobby's like, hey, you need to, like, cool the fuck out. And, like, like he is president now. Like, it's kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. And um, she has another OD after that weekend. <laughs> Poor this thing. This is overdose number My three. God. That her, her friends end up... Or, or, I think it's her therapist finds her and... I don't know who finds her on overdose number three, but anyway, she doesn't die, but it's like a, it's another pukey, weird situation. I'm sure her friends are like over it. They're like, again. She doesn't really have friends. She has her therapist and then the therapist gives her like a housekeeper Mm. who is, who kind of keeps track of her. And then she has like, she has kind of friends. Like she has a hairdresser as her friend. Um, and like some movie producers that she, she like calls people late at night when she can't sleep all mm. the time. So like the people that she's calling are just like random. They're like, like her hairdresser and you know, just other weird friends. Anyway, so after, um, that beach house party, it's like, there's too many like big hitters at the same party, including her. And she's like writing in her diary like all this stuff that she's hearing because it's just interesting and she knows all this stuff she's fucking everybody and they're telling her stuff (laughs) so she has some like some connections i guess to somebody at that beach house party is like a communist from another country and um hoover ends up calling bobby kennedy and is like listen Marilyn's out Like, we can't have her anymore. This is, like, national security at this point. She can't be going to any of your parties anymore because she tells somebody, and I forget, I should have written down the names, but they they mean nothing to the story. Whatever. She tells somebody that, um, something that she could have only heard from the president. Mm. Like, nuclear situations. The nuclear codes. Yeah, like, that they're talking about testing nuclear bombs in certain places and then word gets around to hoover and hoover's like all right we're fucking done with Marilyn." and so bobby is like we need to cut you off like this is crazy they cut off her line to the white house like she can't call anymore she's not his secretary anymore whatever so she like flips out and i think that that's like what made od number three happen is she gets cut off mm. um and then <laughs> right before that right before she gets like totally cut off is when she sings the famous like happy birthday mr president and she's like all fucked up at a party and they're like you cannot come to this party she goes anyway sings that fucking song and then like literally tries to kill herself like two days later so like the fucking medication that they are prescribing to her like her therapist appointed by jfk um, or like Jeff, or like Bobby, I don't even fucking know, who's like, you should go to this psychotherapist. They're literally giving her Nebutal for anxiety and for helping her sleep. And Nebutal is the drug that they give you if you're on death row and you are getting killed. They give it to animals to put them down. It's literally for killing people. And it used to be like a popular drug, like kind of in that day but it's like really good at killing people so they took it off the market it's like a tranquilizer it yeah like it's it will i mean it's like fentanyl i think oh damn it's really 
so strong it's not even on the market. Like fentanyl is on the market. Mm-hmm. Nebutal is off. It's for like sterilization and like death row people now. Um, so she's getting that and she starts to like develop some like paranoia. So this is when they're like, oh, and and like um Fox 20th century, they like start doing a smear campaign on her because she like dropped out of a movie or they they fired her from a movie because she just like wasn't handling herself and like couldn't work because she was just fucking high all the time and like just being a crazy person. And then she starts being paranoid that her phone lines are tapped. If you guys can hear that little snorting in the background, that's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> she just wakes up and snorts. Um so she's like being paranoid and they're just trying to make her look crazy and paranoid at this point. And I think it's because they're already trying to cover up what's coming. And she even tells her friend, she's like, I think that my phone lines are being tapped. And they're like, no. And she tells her therapist the same thing. I think my phone lines are being tapped. And somebody's recording me. And he's like, no, 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 whatever. But later on, we find out that her phone lines were tapped. Not only that, but they had bugs in all over her house where they were literally, literally recording everything that she said. The CIA, the FBI... The actual mafia, Jimmy Hoffa and Fox, all had recordings of her phone calls, all of her phone calls and all of her conversations that she had in her therapy and around her home. I want to hear those so bad. Like they're so locked deep. Oh, I'm sure. Deep, deep down. Can you imagine? Like, what if what if I'm tapped? (sighs) It doesn't matter. I mean, what are you going to do? I know. I mean, we are technically tapped because the the second you have your phone next to you, they can hear you, so. Yeah, like, whatever. At this point, like, what are they going to kill me because I'm talking about Marilyn? Like, nobody cares. (laughs) Literally 100 people will listen to this episode and nothing will come of Um, it. It's fine. Edit that. (laughs) 100,000. Fingers crossed. We're the new superstar conspiracy podcast. <laughs> Fuck the bros. I hope so. The bros are boring. <laughs> They're boring. Some of them are fun, but like those one guys we listened to were just like... Oh, tinfoil hat. No, no, no. They're, they're funny. Yeah, I love them. The other ones, they were just like these gross bros oh, talking yeah, about like, dicks and yeah, poop. And, and Yeah. I was just like, what the fuck is this? I can't hear that. It's too dumb. Anyway, so around this time, like she starts to be paranoid because she like knows people are listening to her and that like all of her shit is tapped and there's cameras like all over her house or at least like little listening devices and everyone's like "Mm, Marilyn's going crazy she's like having a psychotic break it runs in her family you know like she could have like schizophrenia maybe that's what she's talking about so at this point she's like I don't like this. I want to be able to talk to JFK again. And also, Bobby cuts her off, too. So she she can't handle it. She's like, fuck this. I have so much dirt on you motherfuckers in my little red notebook. I'm literally going to hold a press conference and leak it all. Oh, that is so iconic. Yeah. And so what happens is that... um, she starts to say that to her friends 
And she just throw she's throwing it out there. She's like, is this a good idea? Like, should I do this? I think I'm going to do this to get the Kennedys back in my court or whatever. I'm going to blackmail them. And uh, around this time, Sinatra is like, hey, do you want to come to the beach house weekend again? Like, we're totally going to have this, like, fun party. And she's like, yeah. Like, she wants to be popular again and wants to get back in their good graces. So she goes to this weekend and then come to find out when she comes home, she tells her friends it was a nightmare. Like, it was a crazy whatever nightmarish weekend she never wants to think about ever again. And everyone's like, the fuck happened? Like, her friends are like, huh? And then um, Sinatra ends up telling the therapist that they actually all had her go there to, like, tag team her and, like, oh, had photos. Damn. So he had all these pictures of, like, a drugged up Marilyn in all of these compromising positions with all these different mafia members. And basically it was like a shut the fuck up or we're going to leak your shit to the world. We're going to show everyone your nasty pictures. And the therapist, like, talked him into not doing that. I didn't know Frank Sinatra was such a dick, honestly. Oh, yeah. He was I'm so a upset. major dick. I'm so upset. Wait, so the he went to the same therapist? Yes. And, the, and he told the therapist, I'm going to like have a gangbang on Marilyn this weekend? No, it was after the fact. It oh. was like Marilyn kind of told the therapist about it and then like it leaked through somebody else that was at the gangbang, like said something and word was getting around so the therapist was like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> and Sinatra was like, I have these photos because I need security that she's not going to leak my secrets and like my links to JFK and the mafia. And sh- and the therapist was like, you need to burn those pictures. And supposedly he did. Doubtful. They're not, you can't find them. Like it's almost like hearsay that this happened, except for that Marilyn's like, won't talk about it. So it seems likely. Also, it's the mafia. Of course they did that yeah, shit. Of course they did it. Yeah, and it was kind of just like, a, we have blackmail on you too now. Because she was saying she had blackmail on them. I would have just been like, well, okay, I'll just talk about the blackmail about the JF, about the Kennedys then. <laughs> I think that they were like, bitch, you are not speaking. Because like if all. she was going to talk about the Kennedys, it was going to get out like the connections to the mafia. Okay. So um, this is when she's like, instead of like being scared, she decides that she's actually going to call a press conference. And so she calls a press conference and she's like, I'm leaking everybody's secrets. Oh, Damn. And then she winds up dead the next morning. Oh, hmm. What a coincidence. Mm-hmm. So now that we have that entire backstory that I felt like it was very important to understand no, before it was. knowing that she just was found. Okay, so here's here's some of the things, and we can get way more into this part too, mm-hmm. and we can discuss the theories that are floating around about it. When she, so the night she died, she made a bunch of calls to her hairdresser, this um, Mexican filmmaker man, who literally said, the stuff that Marilyn told me that night, like, 
would change the entire world as you know it. Oh, that you... gave me shivers. Like, I need to know these things. <laughs> she has, Marilyn Monroe is the key to everything. But that dude never said anything, and I think he died before he could. Fuck. So they, nobody knows what she they told They off everyone, everyone that knows anything. Well, and her lines were tapped. Can you imagine what she said to him? They knew who he was. They and knew they the hairdresser. In. They probably put a bag over that hairdresser's head and said, you fucking say anything and you'll end up like them. So everybody was just like, oh, okay. I mean, she overdosed three times, you know? And so when they were like, oh, Marilyn, you know, her demons finally caught up with her. She overdosed and she, she killed herself accidentally. Everybody was just like, okay. And then just like, let it go. Yeah. It was like no surprise. So they didn't even look into it. I they kind of did look into it. So the investigator who ended up coming in and looking at this scene, like, gets there. And everyone in her house has a different story. She has her uh, the maid lady. She has her housekeeper. And then she has the therapist who found her. And um, then also there were reports that JFK was there that night. But he denies that he was there that night but it's like we know he was because there's like pictures or something wait so she so they say she died of an overdose then that was like the cause of death yep okay but when the investigator got there he was like first of all it's been five hours since time of death or since you found her it was like four and a half hours like what took you so long to call the cops and everybody had a different story. The housekeeper was like, well, we had to, like, call 20th Century Fox. Oh, and she, like, got – she was working for them again. They, like, mm. picked her back up after they, like, made her look like a crazy person. Um, we had to call them because they needed to, like, know what to tell, like, for PR mm. purposes. And they're, he's like, okay. So he walks in and immediately he notices that there are empty pill bottles all over her side table, right? And Marilyn is laying in her bed, just back, like pretty like straight, with her phone on her chest. And he notices that there's not one cup of water in the room. Interesting. So she just swallowed all those pills whole, dry. And then when he goes back in to explore the crime scene a little bit further after they take Marilyn's body, there is a cup of water on her side table. It's like somebody noticed that they forgot oh. something. And then the stories of the housekeeper keeps changing too. She's like, I woke up at like midnight. I noticed, you know, I was going to the bathroom and I noticed that Marilyn's light was on and I was like, what is she doing awake? So I went to go see and there was no response. But then her story changes. That's like what she tells cops. And then the investigator, she tells them, well, I woke up at like 2.30 I noticed that Marilyn was like, whatever. So like the time changes, but also this bitch has a bathroom in her room. Why are you getting up and going to the hallway bathroom if you have a fucking bathroom in your room? I roll. Literally. So then she apparently calls the therapist at that time. He comes over, they can't get in. So he breaks the window and comes through the window. He breaks her window? You can't get in through her door? So somebody came through her window, broke it. He says it was him. Hmm. And he found Marilyn just laying there. Oh, really? 
Did she just puke her guts out all the other times that she overdosed? Because there was no throw up. There were no pills in her stomach. (gasps) But in her blood, she had enough Nebutal to kill a horse, basically. So she had been taking it, but she had no pills in her actual stomach. Was she taking it or was it injected into her? That's a good question. And, like, they said that she would have had to have, for the amount of Nebutal that was in her blood, she would have had to have taken 50 pills and not one of them was in is her... in her stomach or in her esophagus. And there's no water next to her bed? Okay. No. Like, her body didn't digest 50 pills. In a couple of hours. Yeah. Literally. And especially without water. Like, yeah. fuck off. Oh, it's just like that was so long ago that like they can get away with little shit like that. Like totally. nowadays it's like, mm, well, that would not fly. Well, stuff does fly, but. I think stuff flies all the time. People suicide themselves all the time. I know. Still. But now they hang themselves now because they they've just, gotten smarter. Now they just hang them. They all hang themselves. Yeah. All of them. Epstein hung himself with his bare hands, oh, literally. My. Like, how are you breaking your throat? Like that's no. not possible. Epstein's not. still alive. Like that's a whole nother day too. But like yeah, I'm not even getting into that in public on the podcast. I don't even want to talk. about Okay, that yeah, shit. we won't talk about Jeffrey. He's he's. he's just it, we too don't gross. even need to give him his our energy at all. No, just honestly. that whole the whole thing is like it's too much, and there's it, too many like is. moving parts and too many people. Too many people in involved. It, like. Yeah, I, I don't feel like getting offed by the Clintons today, so we'll just skip that no, one. No, like, that's not how I choose to die. <laughs> I'd rather just not. So, um, anyway, there's, like, all these theories, like, because it would make sense that the fucking Kennedys came in and, like, just did it. Not just the Kennedys, but, like, the fucking U.S. government. They were yeah. like, bitch, you can't spill our secrets. <laughs> exactly. They do it all the time. <laughs> Bye. But there's also, like, maybe ties to the Illuminati, or which a lot of people don't talk about. But also, I could see it being, like, a Mafia Kennedy situation. Mm-hmm. Because she knew a lot about, like, the security of the United States of America. Yeah. You know, and she knew a lot of, like, dirty-ass secrets and, like, how JFK got elected and, like, the type of... Like, and he barely got elected, too. It was like he came in by a sliver with enough votes. I mean, with all the D's she had in her, like, I'm sure like, there was enough pillow talk to get some real fucking tea about the government. She had And they probably the didn't think that, maybe they didn't know at the time that she was kept such a collection of diaries. They she didn't. probably went home every night and literally wrote down everything. She did. And she literally told her friends and her hairdresser that, too. She was like, I write down everything so that I have something to talk about to be interesting at these parties. Wow. I should start doing that, too. I'm so bad at parties. No. I'm going to start writing down everything. It's going to get you killed. I mean, if I was going to be killed, I would have been killed by now. (laughs) Let's be real. (laughs) I know way too much. Well, she... I just... I love Marilyn because she was kind of this sneaky, smart conspirator herself, but she played it off like she was just a dumb, dumb blonde. 
And that's how she got in with all these fucking guys. And they were just like, oh, you know, she's a beautiful side piece, whatever. Mm-hmm. They didn't she... think that she would actually pay attention. Yeah. And, like, keep a running note. A diary. literal log of everything. Like, can you imagine yeah. if it was nowadays, she could have put that all in the blockchain and it would never no one could ever take it like we would have all the fucking tea i know but now it's just probably locked up her diaries are probably just locked up in the vatican's like 50 mile long library that they have or they're just fucking burned or they're burned like i just i feel like none of that will ever come out like because so much of it had to do with i mean just all the dirty stuff that like the government was in with the mafia, with the CIA, the FBI. They're all working together, you know? And she was just like, she just knew it all. That would be like the best-selling book of all time. Literally. Literally. I would buy it. I would pre-order the fuck out of that book. Well, after... (laughs) (laughs) I would pre-order... I would buy the hardcover. Oh, fuck yeah, I would buy the hardcover. I would want the signed copy, too, even though she's not alive. But I'm sure they could get their nerd signature and put it all over it. Oh, my God. But after, like, okay, after going down this deep rabbit hole, I'm just like, how, first of all, did anybody be like, oh, yeah, she overdosed? Like, what? I mean, the... (laughs) Even you just telling me these little tidbits of information, I'm like, I don't believe a fucking thing about what they think the narrative is behind no. that. Are you kidding me? Like, how does anybody, anybody that was existing during that time, they're just like, oh, poor Mel- Marilyn, you know, just another tragedy of this beautiful woman who's addicted to pills like she was. Which made her act really dumb. Like, I don't think that I would call a press conference to release information about the fucking mafia that just pulled a fucking train on me and Literally. took photos. Like, bro, you're high. Go home. Like, I was about to say I would totally call a press conference to, like, leak some tea. But not mm. after, like, Mm-mm. I know that the mafia is like, we'll fucking murder you if you leak this tea. Then I'd be like, okay, <laughs> never mind. Not after fucking Hoover calls JFK and Bobby Kennedy and they're like, he's like, shut her down. Shut her down. Like, she's out. Cut her out. No more communication. And then after hearing the things that she heard and saw, like, on these beach vacations, like, they weren't all, like, dirty fucking each other. Marilyn was nuts. There was also this other story that um, I actually heard separately but this dude was talking about um, how they never talk about the way that women also take advantage of younger boys in Hollywood. It's not just like a man-on-girl thing. But he was like, mm, yeah, when I was 14, Marilyn was like 21 and was like staying at this hotel and she met him somewhere. I don't remember the details. But anyway, he ended up getting a call from her manager and was like, hey, Marilyn like wants to talk to you more. Do you want to come to her hotel? And he's like, let's just say that I didn't leave that hotel for four days. And I'm like, what? Like, Marilyn, what are you doing like fucking a 14-year-old? Oh, my God. She really did. Literally. I mean, he could be lying, but... 
I mean... Well, like we said, I mean, when you get molested, it it happens a lot where they bring it on to other people. And even though she's a woman, she could do it too. Plus, she was involved in all this crazy shit. Like, you just see Marilyn and you're just like, oh my god, what an icon. Like, mm-hmm. she was just, like, the this beautiful actress who was the side piece for all of these cool, like, big-time guys. No, she was going behind their backs and she was, like, really trying to get info because she really wanted to be somebody. I, I mean, she that. was. She was somebody, so... I don't know. It's just crazy shit. But there's like, so there's theories that um, maybe her psychiatrist and the um, the housekeeper overdosed her on accident. And maybe like, because they, they could be held accountable for prescribing all that shit to her. Mm. Um, kind of like with um, Michael. Michael. Michael Jackson. And so maybe they went in there and kind of tried to make it look like she overdosed on her own and like put extra bottles there that weren't prescribed by them. So maybe they did it. Obviously, the Kennedys. Um, that's another theory that they came in and did it. Or the mafia. Um, and then the, there's the theory that she really did overdose. But there's... I mean, I feel like that's just completely debunked. When there's no pills in her stomach, it's debunked. Bye. It's de- yeah, it's all, all automatically debunked. Like... That doesn't even make sense at all. I just think, like, my whole thing, too, again, we need a part two on this. For sure. But because we need to pull in the fact that JFK, also creepy, got assassinated not long after. Well, he, I mean, he knew the secrets and he was another one that would just tell them. Like, he would do press conferences all the time and just, like, let let leak little secrets out because he was, like... He knew the Illuminati was in the government and he he didn't want to be a part of that. Yeah. But they wanted him to be a part of that because he was a Democrat. And so it's like, wasn't he a Democrat? Yeah. Pretty sure he was a Democrat. And I mean, I feel like when you become a Democrat, you're automatically like you either become in the Illuminati or you're not and they kill you or you just get voted out. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's on both sides. Well, it's definitely on both sides, but... I think if you're in the U.S. government, you just have some sort of blackmail on you. Like, the way that the mafia took her and just was like, we're going to blackmail the shit out of you. I feel like they do that to every single person that goes into, like, a presidential role. Like, they're like... (laughs) I have so many gross theories (laughs) that I don't want to talk about. (laughs) But I feel like they make them do stuff so that they have... The blackmail on them yeah so that they're like now you work for me motherfucker and that's why when everybody gets sworn into inauguration they look like they're gonna puke exactly i mean a lot of people think oh they just get bought i'm like no no, no. they get they get threatened money they is threaten not their enough. entire family they'll say if you don't do what we say we'll kill you your family your children everyone you fucking know what are you gonna do? Are That's you gonna be, are you gonna be like, oh, I'm still gonna go against you? No, you're gonna no. be like, okay, yeah, I'll follow your rules. That's why I think Jackie killed JFK. Yes, because she was threatened, and her whole family was threatened. She was threatened, and they were like, you have to make this look like we want it to. Exactly. Or your kids are gone yep. in front of your face. Like, what are you gonna do if someone, if a government official came to you and said, we're gonna kill Cash if you don't do this? You're going to fucking do it, probably. Probably. I mean. They're like, kill Vike in front of the world. 
or Cash is going to get it, I'd be like, Mike, I love you. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Hopefully he doesn't listen to this. (laughs) He He probably won't. won't. (laughs) (laughs) It's full of conspiracies. He doesn't listen to that shit. He's like, just make us sales. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, is this going to help drive lash sales? We're like, yes, it totally will. (laughs) A lash anarchist plug. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Buy my stuff. Sign up for Layer Slayer. <laughs> Dude, no. It, it's all just crazy. But we, yeah, like, I think that we should get into the theories and um, talk about the JFK thing. But, like, not too deep because it can get really dark. It's His stuff is dark. dark. And if we start talking about it, people are going to go look up that video. And it's like, when you re- see the real video... Yeah, of it's JFK mind getting blowing, shot. and you see her put her the gun into her purse. It's literally mind blowing. It's my literally mind blowing. <laughs> His mind blows up. That's like one of those Mandela face. effects thing, which we're definitely gonna Dude, have an episode on. That is like such that I think because there is like Mandela effect things, you know, like memories that I had that aren't real that other mm-hmm. people have that are just like, you know, like the monocle on the Monopoly guy. Like, we'll, yeah. get, we'll get into it later. Oh, but he like, totally had a monocle. Yeah. And now he never did. Now he or never like, did. you know, stuff like that. Like, those are just little glitches in the Matrix. But the one that really freaked me out was that JFK assassination video. I know. That's when I was doing that Mandela effect, like, research. And I sent, I was like, uh, this video, though? Yeah. Like, I've never seen it before. And so I was, like, shooketh. I thought that shook-eth. I had. Shooketh. <laughs> I thought I had seen it, too. But when they it. get it from that different angle, you see her so invested in him at that moment. It's and then you so see her weird. slip something into her purse. It's like. That was so obvious. Just, just so many things about the video. If you haven't watched the video, go look it up and watch the video before the next episode of the part two or whatever, because you have to know what we're talking about. Like it literally, when you're driving in a car with your husband, who's the president, you're waving at people. Like, are you really like holding his head before? She's like holding his head and he's like looking down. He looks all like, like, like she they drugged him. He looks drugged. Yeah. And she's like holding his head up like. You know, and then it explodes. And then his head explodes. It looks like she did it. From and then, what do you do when somebody next to you gets shot? Do you go up and out of the vehicle, or do you fucking duck like everybody else in the car? Everybody else ducks. Oh, that's the other thing. There are people in the car. Yeah. There's three other people in the car with them. Yeah, and then the remember the, the car fuck? changed too. They made it look like now it used to have three cabins when it or three rows, rows of seats, and now. It, or it, it always only had two, and now all of a sudden it has three or whatever. It's yeah, like one when of the people way around. remember it, this is the Mandela effect happening. Is like when people remember seeing JFK get shot. It was in a car with a driver, and then the back row, and the Kennedys were in the back row. Yeah. And then what's in the video, the real one or whatever, our replaced memory. Our replaced video. It is three rows and there's a driver and in the middle row there's a couple. Yeah. And then in the back row it's Jackie and him and they're like sitting down in the seat and then yeah, he gets shot and then Jackie jumps up and gets out of the car. Like who does that? Especially if there's like an active shooter. Yeah, let me just jump out now after my husband's brains just blew out next to me. Literally. Hmm, Interesting. Unless you did it. She acted so weird afterwards too. Like she like wore her bloody clothes for like 40 hours afterwards. 
probably in shock that. that she had to kill her husband. I mean, I I, mean, I don't think, like, now that we've said that, like, you can get threatened and stuff, I don't think she wanted to kill him. I don't think so either. I, she had to. Kill to. Kid, or, I mean, their husband. Well, yeah, well, some people do, but, like, I truly don't. Not real. I no. don't think she really, not that she didn't want to, but, like, of course cheater, she was. such a pumpkin eater. He was, so maybe she did, but maybe like... Maybe she was just like, fuck you, bro. <laughs> you fuck you, you bro. So when they threatened yourself. her, she's like, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> that fucking asshole. <laughs> she's like, you know what? It's I'll just a... do it in front of everybody. It's been a good run. Like... Bye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uh... lord. All right, well, I think that about sums it up from Maryland part one. Part one. I'm ready to get into part two because I am. I need to talk about the fucking conspiracies behind it. Like, I mean, there's too many to count. You can just draw some conclusions from this, and then we'll really go into the conspiracies and some of the evidence that points to each conspiracy too, because there is compelling evidence for each of these theories. Mm-hmm. So. I'm soaked. (laughs) (laughs) This is literally what we spend our time doing. Like, this is our hobby. (laughs) We turned it from texting each other about conspiracies, getting scared about the government reading our texts, to now (laughs) recording it on audio and putting it on to Spotify and iTunes and all of the other podcast platforms. (laughs) These are not... These conspiracies are not anything that other people haven't already fucking talked about a million times. I'm not worried about it. It's like, whatever. Yeah, we won't get into the, like, really dangerous ones. I mean, we can mention them, but... I just don't want to. Like, they just, like, hurt my stomach. They do, and I'm glad we're recording it during the day, because if we started recording (laughs) scary ones at night, I would be flipping out. No, literally, like, our ghost ones have to be during the day. The ghost ones, the time travelers, and even, like, aliens kind of, (laughs) they scare me. Aliens creep me out because I know they can hear us, so it's like, they're probably, like, fucking sitting right there. That's what I'm saying, like, we're just talking about these interdimensional beings as they are in this dimension but see-through like i don't like in front of, we're just talking about them behind their backs but in front of them <laughs> they're like over there eating popcorn just listening <laughs> literally they're like these freaks maybe we'll just give them a good show though hey, maybe, maybe they, they like, like it I, I i still think aliens are actually good i do most. too but i'm like worried that one is just going to appear in front of me like a ghost and i don't want to see them Honestly, I do. Like, that would be so iconic and cool if an alien just manifested in front of us. I would be like, holy shit, I lived and I saw a fucking alien, like, (laughs) right in front of me. That would make my life. If it were during the day, that would be fine. Because whenever I've seen ghosts, like I told you about, which Mm -hmm. we will get into, (laughs) it's been during the day, except for the one time at night. And that time, like, really scared me. Like, I can't handle shit at night. Yeah, I I can handle ghosts during the day. If I saw an alien at night and I was by myself, I would probably have a mental breakdown and probably die. (laughs) (laughs) But... Not to be dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) But if I was at home and it was, like, 1 o'clock in the afternoon and an alien just, like, walked into my house, I'd be like, sup, bro? That's literally how I saw my first ghost. I don't know why ghosts creep me out more. Like, I'd rather see an alien than a ghost. I mean, how do you know there's a difference? You're right. I don't know. Because sometimes I think aliens are just little balls of light. So that could be... I I, I would really love to see just, like, 
Well, no, I wouldn't love to see like a reptilian one because those are the mean ones. Like that, I would freak out and die if I saw a reptilian I one. I feel but... like you've already seen a reptilian one. His name is Mark Zuckerberg. <gasps> You're right. <laughs> and Literally. Joe Biden. Just kidding. <laughs> Dude, poor Joe. Poor he Joe. He just needs a nap. You know what, though? He just needs a nap. I, I think with ghosts, like, I do kind of think that they're different. Not that I know shit. Like, I will always maintain that I don't know shit about anything. But I think that ghosts are kind of just, like, leftover energy, and you're almost just seeing a memory. I do. It's almost like a hologram. You're just, like, yeah. seeing a hologram of that person's soul. Because your yeah. soul doesn't really stay here. It goes... That's what I'm saying. It goes into the light and then gets reincarnated again. So I don't think... I just don't I think it's see. just like a, a remnant of your soul because something happened. That's what I'm that saying. It's almost like here. when something like dramatic happens or maybe mm-hmm. it's traumatic that happens, it's almost like it traps the energy in that space. Like how homes are haunted. Yeah. And it's like they get stuck. Like, the memory of that event or something. Because, like, when I saw a ghost, <clears throat> it was a little boy. And it wasn't anyone I knew. So it's just, like, it was, like, he, something happened. I saw him twice in a, my in the basement that I lived in when I was, like, 16. Yeah, so something happened to him in that basement. And I wasn't probably. the only one. I haven't told you the rest of the stories because I'm saving it for the mm-hmm. podcast. But, like, yeah, exactly. And another ghost that I saw... Um, was at my grandma's house in Georgia and my uncle Sydney saw the same one so it's like it's just kind of like they get stuck there but I don't feel like those woman was like trapped in this house in Georgia yeah like she was definitely like dead and probably in another body somewhere or or we're just seeing people or aliens or whatever on a different timeline and they just slip through the dimension for a minute there's so many like what ifs behind like ghosts That's and aliens why i love sometimes this i wonder if they're all just the same fucking thing yeah it could all just be like dimensions were all like or timelines all just like on top of each other exactly now this is the stuff that i'm like so glad that you're here for because i want to talk about this with bike and he's just like no most Not people I interested. talk about this stuff with, their eyes just glaze over. That's literally and it's really my... hard to just like, because they'll they'll take about two seconds of me being like, "You're gonna go into the moon and get reincarnated," and they're like, "Okay, I'm done now." And yeah, I'm like, oh, like, "But I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to save you." Literally, like almost like it's mad at me. He's like, "I don't know why you go into this. Like, I don't care." He doesn't care. He's like, I'm just living my life. Like, leave me alone. Most people don't care. And I'm like, that's fine. That would be cool to not care. They've put a negative connotation on conspiracies when most of the time, most conspiracies are actually the truth. Well, and I, I feel like conspiracies are literally just a bunch of what if theories. They are. Because it's not like, like you have some pretty, you have some theories that you believe. Like, I don't believe fully in any of them but i also believe in all of them a little bit i know i love that about you because i get so focused on some of them that i'm like nope nothing else is right this is the this is the real tea (laughs) but sometimes i just feel it in my soul and like i just feel like i've told you before that like your dna holds all of your soul's 
information from all of your past lives for millions of years so sometimes when you hear things and you feel this like rush of energy in your body like a big shiver it's almost like your soul just knows and so when i hear some things Mm -hmm. it's like i just know Mm -hmm. that's that's why i get stuck john benet ramsey's case Oh, God, we got to do that one, too, I for get, sure. I get really stuck. AKA I don't want to do a ton Katie of Perry. true crime because it hurts my feelings. But, like, that's when I get stuck on where I'm like, I know the truth. But that's for another fucking day. That is for another day. It's too much. We could make, like, a 10-hour podcast if we really wanted to. I understand how Rogan does it. Honestly. Now, yeah. Mm-hmm. After we filmed this today, I'm like, like... if this was your job to come in and have, like, a long conversation with somebody very interesting, like, I could have four-hour conversations, and then that would be my work day. Like, I would love that. I would give anything to smoke a joint with Elon Musk. Like, <laughs> Rogan was so lucky. I know. I feel like everyone, like, points that out, but, like, Elon wasn't even, like... He didn't seem, like, high. He, he probably didn't seems, inhale like, in it. He probably just, like put it in his mouth and spit it out so he could look like he was smoking weed. I, but I don't know. Who knows? I feel like he's just always in a state of like thinking outside the box. So it didn't really, he's like, this is my perspective all the time. Mm-hmm. So weed. <laughs> <laughs> like Elon's autistic. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that will make you think completely different anyway. Oh yeah. It's very linear. Yeah, his brain is just completely it's very, different than all as a of matter of fact. Like, there's no like fluff with someone with Asperger's or autism. It's just like this is it. Yeah, I really liked him on SNL. I thought he was like pretty funny. Yeah, in he's his, like, like my crush. Super cute way. <laughs> my secret like older man crush because I don't like older men. <laughs> I just can't believe that. Like, who doesn't like an older man? I like them 18 to 23. What can I say? That's so strange to me. Like, I just love an old, hairy man. They do, I, like, I do like hairy. Yeah. You like baby faces, too, I though. do like baby faces. I just haven't liked a baby face since I was, like, in kindergarten. Once boys started, like, getting jaw lines and hair, I was like, <clears throat> okay, now we're talking. Now I like boys. I can't stand it when guys shave their legs. Like, if I Ew. am dating you and I see that your legs are shaved, like, I will not talk to you again. No. 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 Ugh. Uh, no. When we when me and Vike first got together, well, it was for years, but he, he'll take, like, every six months and he'll just shave it all down. And at first I was like, fuck, like, why are you doing that? But he's so hairy that it's like... Yeah, I am he, too, so I get it. Yeah, he, but he, like, if he shaved his legs... Ew. Like, shaved it all off? Ew. Ooh. I just, no. No, I'm no. not into it. Mm-hmm. I want you to be, like, a gorilla that used a trimmer. Exactly. So, like, when he does shave it down, I'm like, ugh for like a week and then I'm like okay okay we're back but I get that sometimes you got to just like shave it down so it's like before it gets out of hand and then it as it's growing in it's like perfect yeah I wonder if he still does that how have I not noticed he's gotten so used to his body that you don't even notice anyone he could literally have a forest down there and you'd be like oh I'm fine no I wouldn't care this is what being married for nine years does we've been together for ten years wow like what the fuck 10 years just flies 
10 years really does fly. Like, I can't believe my son's about to be seven. Aww. I thought I had a baby. And now all of a sudden he's telling me that if I keep bugging him, he's going to move to Dubai. Oh, this is a new one that I've heard. <laughs> Did I not tell you? No. <laughs> yeah, the other day he was like, stop kissing me. He's like, if you keep bothering me, I am going to grow up and I'm going to move all the way to Dubai. All right, then. And I'm like, hey, you can, but you've got like 11 years, bitch. You can't move. He probably heard that from YouTube. Oh, he likes Dubai because um, it has the tallest building in the world. Oh, okay. So he's like, I'm moving to Dubai, to the other side of the planet. That's so cute. Bye, mom. That's like when we were kids and we thought that like, because New York had the tallest building, mm-hmm. and kids would always want to go to see the, um, I, not the Eiffel Tower, what's it called again? What's that building in New York that's like I'm really bad popular? at this game. I'm just staring at you blankly. I'm like, I don't... <laughs> I don't know. I don't fucking Wasn't know. Wasn't it... It was like in King Kong and it was in James and the Giant Peach. Like, which one was it? <laughs> the oh, Empire well. State The Building. Empire State Building. <laughs> and now that's like a puny building compared to all the big buildings that we have now. Yeah. Yeah. No, he... I think Dubai has the tallest buildings in the world. Plus his favorite little YouTubers. Of course they are. Vlad and Nikita. My favorite crypto YouTubers are in Dubai. Yeah. But, like, I, I don't know. Like, Vike is not interested. Like, he's like, I don't know. Dubai is whatever. You guys can't move there because gays aren't allowed there, so. No, we're not moving there. Okay. Never. Vike is like, no. It's like an overrated New York City. Like, it's super expensive and stupid. Gays are not allowed there? What? I'm pretty sure in, like, that part of the country, gays are uh, is looked down upon still. Like, heavily. Yeah, I'm not doing that. So, I don't want to go there. I mean, you saw the, how they reacted in the Sex and the City movie when, like, um, Samantha drops her purse in the middle of, like, a area and there's a bunch of guys around and, like, all her condoms fall out and they all, like, flip out on her. Oh. And it's like, oh, because you guys don't stick your dicks in girls at all. I can't handle a conservative country. Like, yeah. no. Like, Mm-mm. I've always thought, like, oh, I'd love to, like, move to Japan and I love Japanese culture. I and then Vike is, like, a big history buff and he, like, he's been to Japan, whatever, and he's like, listen... Japan was uh, is a really great example of a really good rebranding because they've made everything seem cute and fun and whatever. But he's like, the Japanese army literally was like horrible, evil, murderer people. And also, you can't even go to certain places in Japan if you have tattoos showing. So like, they would look at me like I was just some whore from the United States. You could just dress, like, super kawaii and, like, be fine, I feel like. You only can in certain cities. So, like, he went to Osaka, which is, like, still, like, a big city, but he was, like, there's no cleavage. There's no legs. Interesting. Yeah, like, you like it, You have to be very modest in Japanese culture as a woman. And he, okay. And you have to be, like, very, um, you have to have manners and stuff. And I'm, like, wow, that will not work out for me. But I would like to go to, like... I don't know, like Harajuku and see some shit. Me Tokyo. Too. Like I want to see the street fashion. Yeah, like I'd be into that as a vacation, but he was saying like anywhere outside of there, like their culture, that's just not it. Like there's certain places it's allowed and, and most of it's not, so. Okay, we'll, we'll scratch that off our list. We can't get in anyway. They, so. Yeah, I was going to say, they won't take us anyway. They're just like, fuck you guys. 
Yeah. Americans stay in your dirty ass country. Dirty Americans. Maybe we are. I mean, yeah. We are. <laughs> I'm cool with it though. <laughs> I'm a dirty bitch. I'm a dirty, dirty bitch. Like, literally, when I tell people that we're moving to Florida, I either get, wow, that's so great for you. You'll totally love it there. You'll fit in. Or I get, why? Anyone that says why, and this is because I'm from Florida and I grew up there, anyone that says why is because all they see are the news articles about Florida yeah. with the crazy people. They and try to like, make Florida look so crazy. And Florida's I think like one so of the best cool. <laughs> states in this country, honestly, and not just because I'm from there. Like there's so much to offer there. Yes. I've been to so many other states and it's like I never understand. Or they'll say the, oh, the hurricanes. And like, have you been through a hurricane before no literally Mm, okay it's literally a heavy storm unless you're on key west and get the category five then you're fucked literally though like i'm sorry we have monsoon season here it's a hurricane it is the same like our trees get ripped out by the fucking roots and there's like cars on top of people's homes i'm like you think that (laughs) that hurricane in the gulf of florida is any different than that literally or any worse it's i used not. to sit by the window when i was a kid when a hurricane was going on and read a book right next to the window yeah. not scared at all of it like breaking and shattering and murdering me like <laughs> that's what people picture when like they would think oh my god you're gonna like die like a tree's gonna come through and just they picture gut you twister. it's like ridiculous same with like the alligator thing oh yeah oh, they think alligators just come out of the woodwork and just attack people it's like hmm it's so far from the truth. Like, I would have alligators in my pool. I had a pond in the backyard. Alligators would be all out by it. But the, all they do is literally sit there and sunbathe all yeah. day long. They don't move for hours. First of all, have you ever seen a video of an alligator? They're like the slowest moving They're slow as hell. in the world. Like They're so slow. I saw a dude the other day just like petting an alligator. They don't. They're not <laughs> vicious like that. Obviously, like if you're swimming in the water and they're hungry... You might get attacked, but they're a wild animal, and you're not going to be swimming in the pond. So it's like, what do you do when they're in your pool? Do you call somebody? No, you just wait. Like they'll leave. (laughs) They're not going to want to chill in there forever. And if they do, you can just call an animal control. Don't you feel like that's like bad for them? Like you're breathing chlorine. I don't give a fuck. Like that's their prerogative. I'm not going to go be like, (laughs) oh, be careful. You might get chlorine in your in your body. Sir. Sir, you might want to get out of there. The <laughs> it's chemicals. not a salt water pond. <laughs> so no. But I mean, obviously, like you wouldn't, if you had animals that you let outside and stuff, like mm-hmm. you wouldn't want them in your pool because like, yes, right. maybe a cat could go out there and fuck they'll with it and they'll eat dog. the cat. But it's also, it's a wild animal. Right. Well, um, I just will compare it to how the coyotes here will literally eat the shit out of your animals if you yes. let them out. Like, you cannot let your animals roam. Like, people don't have cats in Arizona, outdoor cats. Mm-mm, no way. Because the second they go outdoors, they get fucking eaten. Yep, same with when I lived in Vegas. Got, like, yeah, bobcats, javelinas, coyotes. Like, your, your cat is done. You have a tiny dog, like, watch the fuck out. Literally. Um, so I don't see what the difference is. I'm not, like, really scared of alligators. I'm only scared of the one that ate that kid at Disney World. (laughs) 
Okay, but the kid went into his habitat. It's so sad. I know it is sad, but people are like, oh, they're vicious. I'm like, well, I mean, mm, the kid... that like like a little seal. Like, jumping into a bear habitat, you're going to die. You yeah. jump into a shark habitat, you're going to die. Like Maybe. Sharks are, like, not as killery as you think. Well, they're not. They don't like how we taste. But, I mean, you got to think about how big their mouth are and their teeth is. Like, if you get bit by one, you're pretty fucked unless you get saved, like, right away. You're going to bleed yeah. to death. They're just going to bite you and then they're like, they're oh, gonna swim sorry, away. bye. But it's like gross. that damage is too yeah. great. Like... <laughs> I love how scared of sharks you are. I'm so scared of but sharks. But not like, of alligators I'm not or hurricanes. Of, I'm, I know, right? <laughs> like, what is that? It is it is trauma from a past life. It's also why we are scared of heights. Oh, so scared of heights. Ooh, it is like my number. Like, Vike the other day, he was like, I didn't realize until, I think... Was he saying one time we were at a mall and I just like lost it because Cash was like walking by the window and like like leaning up against it like at the second story of the mall and I was just like no like I won't let him do that like he'll just it drives me crazy like it makes me disoriented like if he's near a ledge I'm just like like I can't breathe I get so much anxiety and I just get all like oh, my vision goes crazy and I feel like I'm gonna tip over and he's gonna tip over and we're both gonna splat. That's literally, like, when I get near a ledge, it's, like, everything goes white, and I can't, like, focus. Like, no. it's the weirdest feeling. I hate it. <laughs> My girlfriend, she was like, so I thought of you because I was walking across this bridge, and um, maybe the Grand Canyon or something, and she was like, all of a sudden, I just thought that my body was going to throw itself off of the ledge. Yeah, that's and how I it feels. And I had to feels. go back. And I was like, that, thank you. Now, every, like, that's exactly what it is. I'm like, I don't trust my body to not murder itself. Like, why is my body trying to jump over the ledge of stuff? You know what it's actually, that would be something we could include on just maybe a random episode full of random shit. But it's called the call of the void. And it's an actual thing. It's like a phenomenon that happens to a lot of people where they're just like, I could just jump off of this. And it, like, happens. Why? Nobody knows. Hmm. It's like, it's like our inner demons wanting to murder us. Yeah. Or maybe it's, like, or our controllers, spirits that are attached to us that are just, like, go for it. <laughs> just fucking do it. Just die. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember growing up Mormon. There was, like, some story. I don't know if this was Bible. Probably. The Bible's fucked up. We could do a whole episode on the fucking Bible, honestly. Mm-hmm. We could do like eight episodes on the fucking Bible. Literally. Uh, no, I think it was, this has got to be Book of Mormon because I think this is a Mormon thing. But basically what they said is we all lived in heaven beforehand, right? And then like half of the spirits that are humans, like half of the spirits chose to come get a body on earth and we chose Jesus. And then the other half chose Satan is that how you call him? Satan. Sa- Satan? Satan. It's not Satan? No, there's no N there. <laughs> but that is a thing. Like, Santa and Satan are actually intertwined. Oh. Don't let your children listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not by now. Like, <laughs> like, what am I even saying? We literally are talking about dicks and, like... Like, right in the beginning. Like, right in the beginning. Talking about euphoria. The worst, dirtiest show ever. 
about Ugh, children. Sometimes I feel uncomfortable watching well, it. Luckily, they're like, all like over 20. I know, but they feel like kids. They do. Zendaya looks so fucking young. It's insane. She's so pretty. So cute. Um, She she reminds me of Lana. Like, oh, really? She, doesn't she look like Zendaya? Like this tall, kind beautiful... Of. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what ethnicity could be in there. And this big hair, long legs forever. Lana has long ass legs. Yeah, and she's gorgeous. And her hair is out of control pretty. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, back to the Mormon thing. So half of the spirits apparently didn't come to earth. They chose to say, stay with Satan. Satan. You're going to drive me crazy <laughs> calling him San, Santan. They say it was Santan. And they didn't get bodies, but then apparently they got jealous. And those are like the evil spirits and demons. Mm. Is So that's what they say is like they're trapped on the earth forever without bodies. And they're so jealous of people that got to have a body and live, you know, as a human that sometimes they try to like get in your body and try to steal mm, that's it. That's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. And so, so there was like a story where a bunch of these little demon spirits got into these pigs and they ran off a cliff (laughs) because they were over just being outcasted as demons and they're like we'll just go in this body and kill ourselves they just wanted a body so bad but then like they weren't in control of the bodies very well Hmm. i guess so the piggies were like what's in me they got all possessed and they jumped off cliffs Uh oh I don't know. Like, it's been a long time since I've studied, like, Mormon theology. I want to read the Book of Mormon now. It's fucking crazy. You'd love it. I'm sure I would love it. Oh, my phone's ringing. Um, I mean, it's it's interesting. Like, when you read through it, it is, um, I mean, just geography-wise, geographically, makes no fucking sense at all (laughs) like they say it's about like the native americans on the american continent and that joseph smith found these golden plates talking about their history and heritage in the side of a mountain in um like new york Hmm. and i'm like "Mm, interesting whatever but also nobody could see the plates but him with his magic rock so nobody's seen the the plates (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to all that. How did we get there? Oh, ghosts. Oh, yeah. We went from ghosts to hurricanes to alligators to... That's Some of just these how things, it goes. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, naturally, things led to that. <laughs> Some of these things, like I was going to say, like with the Mormon church or like any church, any church, you say... The things, if you say them simplified and out loud, it's just like, what the fuck? Literally. Literally. Like, it's the same thing with Scientology. Like, if you're in Scientology, you probably believe it. You've probably felt things, you know? And that's, like, that's the thing with all religions. They're like, you feel a spirit, you you know? They, like, with Scientology, you could be deep, deep in it. But when you say it simply out loud... They believe that a big, like, reptile came from the sky and went into a volcano and 
spewed out humans. And then you need to pay lots of money to climb the ladder of knowledge to get into the next spaces to understand things. Yeah, Scientology just basically ripped off um, satanic stuff and re- and rebranded it. Like, everything's getting rebranded now. But side note, yesterday I made a... I got lost here because I'm still new to Arizona. So I got lost. I was, like, texting and wasn't paying attention to my navigation. Mm-hmm. And I made a U-turn to turn around in some parking lot. And I turn around and I'm in front of the Church of Scientology. And I'm yeah. like, that would happen to me. There's, like that would yeah. that would be the place I make a U turn. I was like, oh too. wow, and I almost wanted to like park and like get out and go check it out. But no, then I was like, yeah, maybe not because Allie won't hear from me ever again if I go <laughs> do that. They're like, come in and take our personality <laughs> test. Come take our per- yeah. There was even a QR code on the outside of the church. It said, take our personality test. I've That's never heard of the you. personality thing. Well, it's smart because think about this: when you're creating a freebie for something that you're selling online, what do you do? You have people take a quiz, and it's about something... Because everyone loves themselves, so they want to know. Exactly. So they're like, here's your personality. You know what? Scientology also does not allow gays. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go in there and be like, hey, bitches! (laughs) They're like, you really need our personality. Oh, they're not gay, though, even though the creator of Scientology... And the 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 one of the original creators of NASA... Went out into the desert for two weeks, fucking each other to have make sex magic to reincarnate the Antichrist. <laughs> and they don't allow gays at all. You're getting too dark, Stephen. I know. Sorry. <laughs> I know Pull too much. <laughs> You're losing our listeners. Um, yeah, right. They're like, oh my god, what? They're like googling it. Don't Google it. Yeah, don't Google it. You have to duck, duck, go it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and also tell me that what's his fuck isn't gay. John Travolta is the gayest man alive. Literally. Just so, so homo. I'm sure he would be a woman if he actually could be. I love him. I think he's yeah, a little, I mean, like, good sweetie. for him. Whatever he wants to do. I think that they have so much dirt on him. Oh, it's, totally. Oh, Scientology, man. Like, they get you in there... And they pull out all your deepest, darkest demons, and then they're like, if you ever leave, this shit is exposed. Yep. It's, I mean, you're right. It's a ripoff of, like, a bunch of other cults. Wow. Yeah, it cults is. Cults really all follow the same rules. Yeah. And it's really easy. Like, you just brainwash people, shame them, and then tell them to give you their money, and they do. It's yep. insane. And then you get, like, celebrities to... You know, back you. What's the other one? What's his fucking head? Siri's dad. <laughs> Siri's dad. Siri, the Apple? little girl. No, Siri's dad. Who the fuck is Siri? Oh, fuck. Everyone listening is like saying his name right now. He's like, um, was he Mission Impossible guy? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise He's in also Scientology. second gayest dude on the planet oh, yes. besides John Travolta mm-hmm. and also big fat Scientologist. Yep. Just the gayest. He is. And like it's fine. Like just it's, be fucking yeah, gay. Yeah, like, do whatever you want to cool do. Like I would sleep with Tom Cruise. Like come on. He's like really short. I'm 5'8". He's 5'8", so calm down. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I think my husband's also 5'8". I thought he was shorter than that. I feel like he seems taller than that. Maybe just because he's like manly. He's 5'10". Okay. With shoes. He's like 5'9 and a half. Okay. You know, whatever. He is manly. I don't really like, like, I used to love super tall, super tall guys. And then I started being with like average size guys and I just noticed that it was like they fit me better they do especially when you're like cuddling exactly like you fit like, like a little pretzel exactly like i like my one my first love boyfriend from like the one i lost my virginity to he's like six five now super tall but like even when we were young he was tall but like i was always just looking up at him my neck hurt i don't yeah i don't like dating guys that are that tall because i don't like having to look up at them all the time yeah, like, I was always looking up his nose and, like, to hug. I, like, I would literally hug around his hips. Yeah. Like, it was, I was into it at the time. Like, I loved him. But then I got with average-sized guys, and I was like, oh, my God, we can hug and cuddle. And, like. <laughs> I don't have to, like, stand on my tippy toes to kiss you. Yeah. Also, I had, like, a good, like, like not too big of a wiener. Like, I just, like, the husband size wiener, you know? Like, it just doesn't hurt. The hubby D. The hubby D. Yeah, like, five <laughs> to seven. Yeah, we don't Perfect. need, like, nobody needs more than that. Who the fuck wants, like, 11 or 12? They're I'm sorry, lying. that, like, they're fucking lying. They're lying. That does not feel good. No, I have, it a, does not. I have a couple of friends who literally have issues with sleeping with their girlfriends. Their dicks are too big. Oh, yeah. And nobody wants that. You can't... There's only so much room in a vagina. They're, like, the whole, like... I don't know. They say that you can stretch it out if you fuck all these dudes. No. 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 Even after giving birth, like, your vag just goes back to normal. It's a fucking brilliant organ. It just goes back. And, like, sometimes this is TMI. But if you, like, rip... They sew it back up, and sometimes it goes back to tighter than normal. Like, oh, no thanks. Yikes! Literally, back in the day, they used to like when the husbands were in the room, they'd be like, "How how tightly do you want me to sew your wife's vagina back up?" And then the He's guys like super tight. Were somehow in charge of that. Like, if they asked Vike that, he would have been like. He would have just, like, left the room. Yeah, I could see that. He would have been like, you guys, that's, like, fucking weird. Ask her. Or just put it normal. Or just make it normal. Just put it I don't back know. to normal. Anyway, I had a C-section, so don't worry about so that. So don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I still pee my pants when jumping on the trampoline, though. <laughs> so that's a myth that your shit doesn't get messed up. I think just... Being pregnant and having all of your, like, organs pushed around fucks up your whole body. It still blows my mind, just pregnancy in general. I know. I really wanted to do it once, and now that it's done, I'm like, that was an experience. I'm over it. I'm glad I did it. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like doing it again. Those women that are like, I love being pregnant. I'm like, you love feeling like a psychopath for nine months? Wow. I did like feeling him like rolling around in my stomach though. Like it was cute to know he was like in there and protected and alive. But then like, I think I told you one time he kicked my bladder or like elbowed it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And I pissed myself. 
Just a little bit. <laughs> just just a little bit. I was lashing and I was like, what? I just peed. Wasn't it wasn't it a nurse client? No, that was the one where I was I was feeling little bubbles and she oh, was like, yeah. that's him kicking. Cause she was like, Can you fill him yet? And I was like, no, just like little like tingles or bubbles or whatever. And she was like, that's him. No. No, it so was cute. I don't think I told that client. I think she, she was like asleep or something. Oh, okay. And then there was another time I was doing somebody's lashes and I almost passed out. Like I got really sick and like hot and like sweaty. And I was like, I think I'm going to pass out. And she was like, oh, shit, you're in your third trimester. And she was like, grab this energy bar out of my purse. And I did. And I had like a couple bites and I got better. And then that's like, that was towards the end of my pregnancy, though, when you're just so big that you literally have to keep your blood sugar up. You have to eat like every two to three hours, like a little bit. So I started keeping insurers around me because <laughs> I couldn't fit food in my stomach. And I swear to God, that's how I got fat because I didn't gain like any weight before my third trimester. And then I started drinking insures every couple hours. <laughs> I got so fat. <laughs> oh my God. It was worth it though. <laughs> yeah. We got our little angel. Yeah. Well, not my little angel, but your little angel. He's everybody's angel. He's the angel. Just kidding. He's like such a... He's like such a little teenager right now, like a six-year-old little teen. I'm going to move to Dubai and you will only get to visit me once a year. I'm like, all right, bro. All right, bro. And he calls me bro. He's like, bro, seriously, I told you that I really don't want to do my homework tonight. I really, I told you that I don't like spaghetti, bro. How do you not like spaghetti? That's what I brought for lunch today. He likes spaghetti. He just talks shit. If it's not mac and cheese, he's just like, no, that's gross. I don't, I don't ever want to eat anything except for mac and cheese. Except for if it's at a restaurant and he doesn't like that. Craft only. He knows what he likes. He is, he's just a special spirit, you know? He just does his thing. Anyway, this is long as fuck. Anyway. Yeah, so... Next time, <laughs> we'll be talking more about Maryland. Yeah. Part two. Or maybe we'll do something in between. I'm all Maryland out. Okay. We can do something in between. Maybe we should do Mandela next. Let's do the Mandela next. Or we should do some Kardashian conspiracies. I want to spell it Kardashian conspiracies with a K. K. Yeah, I do conspiracy. too. Conspiracy. Mm-hmm. And then we'll pop back over to a second partner. Okay, so we don't know for sure what we're doing next time, but definitely we'll stay tuned because it's going to be fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do with our extra time. <gasps> Actually, we should be working right now. Yeah, we should be working. <laughs> I mean, hey, it all goes hand in hand. It's it does. Creativeness. It's true. The more we do things like this, the more I like working. Same. So that's... that's all we got yep all right thanks for tuning in until next time (laughs) oh i guess we should tell them where they can find our info oh and you should leave comments for us you should rate our podcast as a five star (laughs) podcast and then leave us super cool reviews and comments and if you leave them we'll just 
we'll probably read them on the podcast and we'll like give you a shout out thank you yeah and if there's like any conspiracies that you want us to talk about you can always send it to us uh we do have an instagram for conspiracy bitches it's at conspiracy batches with an e b-e-t-c-h-e-s and our website is half done right now so do not judge us actually by this time (laughs) oh by the time it's out it'll it'll be be done All right, I pretty never much mind. finished it already. Maybe we'll put a form on there that's like, if you have any conspiracies that you yes. are interested in, please submit them to yes, us. Yes, we'll put a submit form on the site. So that's yeah. also conspiracybatches.com. I love it. Also right. follow me at Lash Anarchist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my! In- I guess I should plug my Instagram too since yeah. we're just shamelessly plugging everything. Yeah, I, I don't see why not. Uh, my Instagram is at banklessboy and my TikTok is at gaycryptopunk. <laughs> yep. All right. Love you, betches. Right. Love you guys. Bye. Over and out. <laughs>